Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by BlackRock Health, providing patients with world-class clinical care and comfort, enabling swifter recoveries. Now, my next guest this morning is a man with many strings to his bow, one of our greatest ever rugby players, a former Irish rugby international, chair of the British Irish Association. He also works with the Trinity Centre for People with Intellectual Disabilities. And he joins me now. Hugo McNeil, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks so much. Um, Let's start on this because you're actually passionate about that. Cora, my producer, was saying this as well. The Trinity Centre for People with Intellectual Disabilities and the work you're engaged in there. How did you get involved in Tell me about it. I got involved in by going to a breakfast once at Chartered Accountants Ireland and some people, and I, and I had never heard of the centre, even though I was a Trinity graduate. And I heard students t- stand up and say how their lives had been transformed by it. And then some of their parents, st- how the life of the family had been transformed because Miriam and Hugo wasn't sitting in the corner yeah. playing and they, they were in the, at the dinner table. Um, and, then they, and then I had companies saying what a huge impact. And I thought this is absolutely fantastic. And so I got involved and I was working with a lot of Irish businesses at, at that time. And so we, we, we sort of went to them. This, this, and also this initiative is embedded in the centre of the School of Education at Trinity. So it was in the centre of it. And uh, we started to build companies up. And I mean, a great friend of mine, Tomás, uh, was, was, was almost one of the graduates. Tomás, before he did the course, wouldn't leave the house. He then goes off to sort of speak at a conference in Washington. He's then brought back, we, we go to an Ireland Funds, which is another great organisation I was involved in, yeah. event where Enda Kenny is speaking, introduced Tomás to Enda. And I'm watching his mother, Sheila, watching the two talk. Tomás had been come back from Washington. Enda had just come back from the St. Patrick's Day visit. And as she watched her son conversing with the Taoiseach, um, one talking about the speaking at the conference, the other talking about being in the White House with President Obama, I thought she was absolutely just going to levitate with pride. And there's so many examples and so many stories of how how lives of families have been transformed. So we've gone from five companies that that support us to 45 companies, big companies, small companies, multinationals, banks, insurance companies, and it's fantastic. And the momentum is gathering. And every time you get a student, every time a company says, yes, we'll we'll, we'll join the programme, you know that the life of some young person has been transformed. They don't know it yet, but they did, but, and, and the life of their family. And are they permanent places? I think probably, you know, I speak a lot of the time yeah. to parents who have adult children with intellectual disability and, you know, they might get in somewhere for a short while, but it's not permanent. And then they're really despondent because they're not there anymore. It's a really good question. It's more, it's, it starts with internships, but it's now gradually transforming into 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 permanency, and that's what's really exciting. What's also exciting, Miriam, is I assume this happened in every country, and um, they don't have some similar programs. Um, and Trinity got an award because of having of of, of having this. Um, we had a visiting professor from America, and when he saw, he said, "We we place students in bookshops and coffee shops and secondhand stores. That's fine if that matches the ability of the young person, yeah. but just like in the community as a whole." There's a whole range of sort of capabilities and and that's what's really important. But we're really only scratching the surface and that's what's exciting because there's the Trinity programme, there's about a small number of other programmes in Dundalk IT, Technical University Blanchardstown, UCC, MTU School of Music, Tralee, Mary Immaculate in Limerick. There's there's lots of places, there's lots of potential right right around the country. And when we talk about, you know, young adults with intellectual disabilities, can it be any type of intellectual disability? And is it a range, Hugo? And, and how might, if there's a mother or father listening this morning, which there would be, Hugo, 
and they'd love to try this for their son or daughter. How would they do that? They do that in getting in touch with 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 with, 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 with Trinity and the pro and the program. The big the, the key thing is is getting expanding it into into other and, and actually recently Minister Simon Harris, who has been a big supporter, they actually put aside some funds for other you know mm. colleges to start a program. That needs to be taken up. We'll help and support in any way. We'll share the sort of learning that we have, the mistakes that we we've learned along the way, because it's really it's really huge potential. And, and actually, um, as we saw that it's you know when you, every time you see the program and doing it work, but we can only take 20 students. We've 10 students in each year. This is why it's really important that we get out to other uh, universities and it's spread around the country. Because when you see the sort of the model work, and when talking about a model working, is that means the life of a young person it's and their family is 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 transformed. And how like. Are companies reluctant, Hugo, to get involved? I mean, how many companies are now involved in the programme and what kind of opportunities do they offer to people? Yeah, the, the, the first the companies, it's gone from four, five companies a few years ago to 45 companies today and in discussions with about seven or eight others. So the momentum is, is fantastic. But at the, on the other hand, we're just scratching the surface. And we have a sort of a great Pathways to Work coordinator, Marie Devitt, who spends lots of time with the companies, making sure that the fit is right, mm. making sure that um, everything is, is, is kind of fine. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Uh, people maybe sometimes... Uh, you know, anxious intellectual disabilities. But when you see the feedback and when you see the impact on the employees, it's just fantastic. Mylin Yap, one of our students with Down syndrome, was hired by CPL Resources. They put her on the front desk. She was the first person that, that clients saw when they came into that company. She was also the first person that employees saw when they came in that day. And so she is an absolute dynamo and fantastic speaker. Leo Varadkar said he'd never speak after her again when he did one at a conference yeah. recently. And that just shows what the, the, you know, the absolute potential that's here is, is absolutely huge. And they're not just thrown in at the deep end, Hugo, sure they're not. They actually have a mentor when they start absolutely out, which I think is critically important. Critically important. And the mentor, they may have two or three mentors. You know, it, within a company, so that one person can, but the the the, um, the the load can be, or the work can be shared out. It's not a load, but it's it, it's it's actually it's an absolute pleasure. The other really important thing, Miriam, is that we've seen is that the cost to the the cost um, to the state, and we fund ourselves mostly, but it's not just Ernst and Young did a study for us that compared the cost of having a, a young person in daycare all the time or somebody going to, to a programme like this, getting a job and becoming taxpayers. Margaret, one of our great young graduates, says, I love being able to grumble about paying taxes. And that, so it's not just an ethically right decision that there is. It's not just an ethically right, but it's actually revenue enhancing for, for, for the state. And so the potential of that is, abs is absolutely massive. And probably hugely rewarding for the company. As you say, you mentioned that other young woman, better mm. talker mm. than the Taoiseach or absolutely. whatever. But like, in other words, companies also benefit. Companies benefit enormously uh, from that. And we have some, we go around and have business meetings and the amount of people who show up and who want to be involved and who volunteer is, is absolutely phenomenal. And uh, so it's, 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 a it's a brilliant programme that we're leading, leading the way but it's it's there's huge potential. Um, as we said, less than one percent of young people with intellectual disabilities go on to third level education. We must change this. We can change this. We have a model that shows how to how, how to do it, and that's why it's really important. But we're we're a small 
you know, yeah. relatively small place. We can we we can only take so many people, but the model and the learnings can be shared. And it's it seems a, amazing. Absolutely. And I spoke earlier about how many of, I suppose, the placements became permanent. I mean, I know, wasn't there a student in tears um, because they got a full time job? David McRedmond has been a great champion on post. Absolutely. David has been an absolutely fantastic champion. And uh, when 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 our when our student Eve was told that she was going to move from permanent uh, or from 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 temporary to permanent, mm-hmm. she broke down. Marie, who was with her, my colleague, also broke down. Her mother was on the line. She broke down. And so it was really, you know, just a fantastic, good, you know, you know, good news story. And it's it's not because it's again, you come back to the phrase that we've used a few times during this lives transformed and the lives, not just of the young person and uh, but of the, f- the family as a whole. And it's a fantastic encouragement also to families or to parents to know that their young son or daughter, you know, they're not the only ones who care about yeah. them. They're not the only ones who think they're, they're important uh, and valuable. And the late Brendan Kennelly, there's a wonderful poet, oh, yeah. summed it up so well. He said, when I look at the work of the Institute, he says, I see that it reminds me that it's removing the mask of disability to, re- to reveal an extraordinary ability that lies beneath. Oh, yeah. And that's... As uh, Brendan would that's so Brendan. beautifully put that's it. Brendan. And it's wonderful that, that this is happening. But of course, and it's only right, isn't it? I mean, yeah. these wonderful young adults with intellectual disabilities have the same rights as any of us to uh, work. Absolutely. And Professor Michael Shevlin, who's a key driver of the centre, always emphasises this, this, this yeah. point. He says they have the right. right to choose, the right to have alternatives, the right to have possibilities in their life going forward. And uh, this is this is why this programme is so is so important and it's so exciting. And it's we're, we're almost like on a, you know, on a mission. And, you know, we've got companies now who are calling us up and want to join. And there's a sort of a, you know, some EEY who've been brilliant in doing yeah. this study. They have six, six employees they've taken on, you know, from ourselves. So you sometimes get these light bulb moments and real moments, you know, moving forward. And um, that's what we want to do. And we want to spread the news. And is it just big companies? If there's a smaller company listening this morning, could they get involved? Yeah, there's some, there's some you know, there'll have to be... We we recently are you know signed up with a company that have about thirty employees in their in their in their in their Dublin um, site. So that and they said they can they they can make that work. So you have a huge number of of of, of I mean, maybe very small companies that it does it doesn't work. And we'll be very frank and we'll be very direct to people, you know, about this. But there is a massive potential of companies out there all around all around the country to get involved. And we'd love to get, as I said before. There was only there's really only six centres of, mm. of of learning that's declined from about twelve, um, and that's when what we, people might say why has that happened? It, and it's not the the feeling that it wasn't valuable, but the programmes might have been dependent on one individual mm. or the sort of run out of funding. But now you know the game plan should be to, to try increase. and get to, to increase. Mm. And when you look at a map of Ireland to see alternatives and choices, going back to Michael's phrase, all around the all around the country. Well, you're doing your very best, and your passion for social justice goes back some time. I know because we were reading about you myself and Cora. And didn't you refuse to play rugby for Ireland in South Africa in '81? That is your own social justice. Yes. Yeah. yeah it was at the height of the apartheid era, and although it was my my first year playing for Ireland. Um, the black leaders sort of said, no, you know, please don't mm-hmm. come and, you know, and play and uh, ultimately decided not to go. And uh, But I got a, a great reward a few years later when President Mandela was, you know, was yeah. came to visit Ireland, getting to getting to meet him and uh, with the other players who didn't travel and, uh, and been thanked. And 
you know, if I had any, that certainly sort of affirmed that sort of made the right decision in yeah. respect to that. Absolutely. It shows your social justice instincts were there. And you're also going to get an OBE for your work in British-Irish relations? Yeah, that that's I've been involved in British-Irish relations for about four, about, about, about 40 years. And uh, we called to say that um, we'd like to make them warden. So I work with a lot of people in funds like the Ireland Funds, Corporation yeah. Ireland, the British Irish Association, and uh, when 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 I asked, they, they they highlighted two things in you know in particular. One was at the start of my involvement that in in 1996, when the IRA blew up Canary Wharf, people were going on marches all around here, not in our name. So I decided to organise a rugby peace international um, to get the great greatest players mm. in the world to come to Dublin to play against Ireland uh, in support of those who were working for peace. And it was the year after South Africa had won the won the World Cup, okay. and the images of Francois Pina, their captain, with President Mandela had gone around the world. And so we called Francois and he said, yeah, I'll come. Um, and so it suddenly took off. All the great players from all around the world wanted to come. We filled what is now the Aviva Stadium, Lansdowne Road. And the guests of honour were four children whose lives had been, or uh, three children whose lives had been uh, touched by, by violence. A little boy called Darren Baird, whose best, whose uh, parents and sister were killed in the Shankill Road bombing in the Frizzles chip shop. A little boy called Tommy Mullen, whose brother was killed in a UVF attack a week later in reprisal. Mm. And a little boy called Gareth Bowlesworth, whose best friend was Tim Parry, who'd been oh, killed yeah. in the, the bombing in Warrington. And at the end, at the, a, number of, a lot of people came to this match who'd never been to a match before. And they filled, filled what was Lansdowne Road, now the Aviva Stadium. And at the end of the match, and there were some of the greatest players in world rugby, the, you know, David Campisi, Philippe Sella, Francois Pinard, Dean Richards, Rory Underwood, they, they all came. And at the end, they did a lap of honour. And the whole stadium just rose to their feet mm. to thank them for putting their name, using their name, their great reputation to those who are working for peace yes. in, 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 in Ireland. And I've been lucky enough over the years to have had some great days in the Aviva Stadium. Nothing compared to that. Sounds like it was wonderful. Quick question, quick answer. World Cup, how are we going to do? Oh, very good. <laughs> please, Johnny, keep Johnny Sexton, please stay injury free, but we'll give it a good shot. And let's say we'll have a good chance. And we'll all enjoy it. Um, the, lots of texts, but one says, Margaret Turley is a graduate and a great advocate of the Trinity programme. She works in EY and is currently in Berlin with Special Olympics Team Ireland. And she won an Olympic gold yesterday with the women's basketball team. So there's an example of the great work Margaret we've been is, doing. Margaret is a superstar. Hugo McNeil, thank you so much. Carry on your brilliant work and uh, thanks so much for being my guest this morning. Thanks so much, Miriam, for having me.